0: This station is being brought to you via Nullsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast, shoutcast.com. Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you know, that it's scrap pile. <laughs> the following program is intended for mature audiences. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerd You tell that slimy piece of worm-ridden filth. But get no such pleasure from us! Parental discretion is advised. Star Wars Indirect is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or, quite simply, a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. A long time ago, in the galaxy... Far, far away. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The show informs us and entertains us, and it binds the fans together. The show is Star Wars On Direct. Yes, the voice of Star Wars fandom.
1: Hello, and welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. That's right, we are live on April 15th, 2007, and now I can see all of the little lines moving. I'm guessing that the little people over there can hear us talk right now, and I'm really sorry I messed up, again, due to technical difficulties, again, and now we can start the show all over, again. Again! (laughs) (laughs) So... Hello! Um I'm joined now by Audrey. Hello! (laughs) We are still alive. That is right. We're on the brink of extinction for a while, but
2: Uh, hanging on by a thin string.
1: Yeah. But Mm. we 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 are back and well, and uh we're gonna be with you all the way to the on the road to Celebration 4. And uh tonight's main subject is actually gonna be Tempest by Troy Denning. Uh, not the latest book in the Star Wars Legacy of the Force series, because the latest one is Exile, and coming up real soon is what's the name of the book again?
2: Uh, After Exile.
1: After Exile. <laughs> 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 we both um, um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> brain brain on uh
1: off off <laughs> <laughs>
2: no um um no, no, it's not Redemption
1: no no it's um sacrifice sacrifice that's, it. Sacrifice, that's it. yeah. Sacrifice. Yeah. That's
2: right, because we're leading up to Jason's big sacrifice.
1: Yeah, that's that's the book in which he gets his title, right?
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, Car- uh Karen, Karen Travis. Travis's book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's gonna be very interesting. The, the, well, you can say that out loud if they can no. hear us. No, they can. No, hear they us. can. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, they can't. Yes, they can. No, they can't. Yes, what? they can. am can't they hear? Now, now they can hear us. Now, now, <laughs> now, now. <laughs> now. now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Does that mean we go <laughs> and start from the beginning yet again?
1: Hello. I just did. A, <laughs> pretty much everybody must have been followed through right now.
2: That's so. <laughs> too funny.
1: All right. So, how can you contact us if you'd like to talk to us tonight? Well, you can just uh, join up, join us in the chat room through the link at the bottom of the web page. In the English section, of course, at www.swendirect.com. Or you can also uh, log on to MSN and add the MSN user swendirect at hotmail.com. Uh, of course, the sound card may be a little funny. I don't know, it was a little funny earlier. Now it's not funny. It's serious. And can he, everybody can hear us. <laughs> and Audrey's just like, What? What? What's serious? <laughs> <laughs> you're serious? I'm reading, I'm reading here and they're telling us that it should be called
2: Transformers on direct instead of Star Wars on direct. Transformers it's Transformers, on Transformers year after all. <laughs> I'm like, reading that, you're saying something serious. I'm like, how oh, can it be serious when they're talking about calling the show Transformers?
1: <laughs> but is it really Transformers year or is it... I
2: think it's the Harry Potter year.
1: I... I think it's... The last
2: novel of Harry Potter's coming out. We're going to find out what happens to the boy. We're going to okay. find out what happens to Lord Voldemort. The, another movie's coming out this summer, yeah. the fifth of the seven. So, it's it's a Harry Potter year. Yeah, but then... Or you then again, you can just say, oh, the next Spider-Man's coming out. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. what I was going to hear. Or, you know... <laughs> to, but, you know, Spidey
1: 3 is coming out. <laughs> yeah, up. Spider-Man 3 too, yeah. But I, I, I wouldn't say Spidey's ever been... It's, it's never mm. really been a Spidey year. No. And uh, it's it's all right. No, I, I respect the Spidey fans, and I can't wait to see the movie myself. Mm, no. uh, Harry Potter, I yeah, sure. Yeah, you're not a fan. But this <laughs> year, this year is the silver anniversary of the Star Wars saga. The the the, the beginning of what made us what we are today. Well, the it's fans. Not the silver of Star-
2: anniversary. Silver anniversary is twenty five years.
1: Shut up. <laughs> 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 What's 30th anniversary? I don't remember.
2: I think forties Ruby. I, I do 50s believe gold, thirty was silver. Sixties diamond. No,
1: I do. Believe... Twenty-five
2: silver and fifties gold.
1: So what's thirty? I, I really. Let's not... Google it. <laughs> Let's Google it. While you're doing this, I just want to say that uh, if you uh, if you've got any uh, feedback that you you'd, l- you'd like to let us know about what happened during your uh, wonderful holidays and during the time that we were of the air and. Uh, like if you discovered something new, if you discovered a new website, a new a new author, or something like that, just let us know. No, Audrey, no, <laughs>
2: <laughs> not going there. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's all good.
1: Now, <laughs> to go on with the show, I'll just, I'll be right back. <laughs> I have a bad feeling
0: about this.
1: And, in the past few weeks, I've actually gotten myself out to the theater so I could gain my sanity back. And, um, probably not, you know, a good, uh, a good thing. I went to see Grindhouse with our friend James. And, uh, Grindhouse is the latest cooperative movie between, uh, Blur, uh, no. Yeah, Rodriguez and Tarantino. And, it's awesome. It's just very, very, very long, but it is definitely something you want to see in a big on a big screen because you know, like all of the other Tarantino movie, it's a classic. I mean, Dead Proof, which is the second film you see in this double feature, is with Kurt Russell, and it's really all about a guy losing it, and that's perfect for Tarantino movie. So. Just go make up yourself. As for Planet Terror, uh well, you know what, it's it's it was fun. It was fun. Uh Rose McGowan in both movie is fun too as an actress. She acts really well. Um first movie she survives pretty good. Second movie though, I'll I'll let you just see the surprise. But it's interesting. Just you know what? whenever stranger huffers you a left don't accept it just don't cuz it's bad so another movie i went to see yesterday was shooter with uh, marky mark ooh i sorry i mean i mean mark Wahlberg.
2: marky mark he's <laughs> a funky guy
1: and um still wearing the cap the funny way though that's funny and it's you know another conspiracy theory movie and all about you know killing the president and framing the bad the other guy and it's all really fun and cool and if you like sniper movies definitely go see it but if you're not a big fan of like big action war movie slash uh all of those big bad conspiracy theory films just don't don't go see it cuz you might end up being frustrated at what's in there Alright. That's my, uh, my, my movie picks of the days. So it's like basically Grindhouse, definitely theater, shooter. Wait for DVD maybe. Yeah. Wait for DVD. I think there's gonna be a few extra stuff that you're gonna like. And I can't wait for the DVD of Grindhouse because there's so much missing real in those movies that when they put them on DVD, they better have some extra scenes for us. <laughs> Otherwise it's just gonna be too bad. Cool. Alright.
2: 30th anniversary? Yes. It's the pearl anniversary. It's
1: the pearl anniversary. A pearl. So everything is frackin' silver, but it's the pearl anniversary.
2: 25 is the silver.
1: So should we all wear pearl necklace to Star Wars celebration? Wouldn't that be hilarious?
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> all the stormtroopers,
1: <laughs> all the stormtroopers walking around going <laughs> with pearls. On their
2: Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> gonna, I'm just not even gonna say a word.
1: Yeah, you've got a visual. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a very uh, yeah. Okay, continue.
1: All right. Well, we're gonna go straight into uh, keeping you updated with what's been coming out in you know fan audio.
2: Looking for more
0: fan-made Star Wars audio productions? Then look no further than the home of Star Wars fan audio, StarWarsFanWorks.com. It's your source for audio dramas, audio parodies, online radio shows, and podcasts, plus the most comprehensive Star Wars fan audio news found anywhere. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound.
1: And we're back. Yes. (laughs) Ah, uh, if you guys could hear what's going on between takes. <laughs> Keep going. You you, you listen to the show so much more. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So in mid-April news release uh, back on Star Wars Fanworks, uh, the Praying Mantis production brings us the final episode in the Sins of Salvation trilogy entitled Absolution, featuring new cast members in a format created specially for fans wishing to burn CDs of the saga. Second, the Butler Universe returns with its 10th regular installment featuring more of host Nathan B. Butler. And uh, that's his uh, short fiction coming back. And this time, the episode includes two short alternate endings that Butler wrote in mid-90s to complement the Ray Bradbury classic, There Will Come Soft Rain. And two more alternate endings will be presented in Butler Universe number 11 on May 1st. Uh, third, we got uh, Joe Iris in Conquest of the Empire, who has just released a video trailer for his upcoming non-Star Wars original audio drama project, The Age of Swords, which is slated for release soon. Jeff Roney, Tatooine TV Commentary Part 2 has arrived, featuring uh, discussions on the original series' second and third episode. Finally, we should not, we should note the release of James Monroe's Adventures Adventure Here, number three. While not a Star Wars fan audio production, Monroe's series is based on appreciation for the audio storytelling format, and this new episode f- features the Star Wars fan audio drama Nothing Changes by Nathan P. Butler and Steve Flaherty, as previously released here on Fanworks. So a special editorial of some kind by Butler will likely appear on Adventure here later this year. Of course, all of the weekly podcasts are continuing, and uh, just make sure to go to the newest release... On uh, StarWarsFanWorks.com for all of the latest information. And we have a scoop for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. You hear it first on Star Wars Sound Direct. That's right. Danny Pepin's... <laughs> of course this would happen. That's right. You hear it first tonight on Star Wars Sound Direct. Danny Pepin's Targets is done. Woo-hoo! It is finally done it is coming out real soon and to tell you the truth it took me a while to get my hands on you know a little trailer of targets and let me see if I can find it here amongst the tons of crap I got on my computer mm-hmm. because there's way <laughs> too much stuff on my computer uh, let me see do I still have it in here I guess not. oh well, hopefully you guys will get a chance to hear a targets trailer in the coming weeks, and maybe even more than that, you'll actually you'll actually hear targets in the coming weeks. So, on this uh, wonderful note, we're going to go uh, straight into a short discussion about about what? Yeah, that's right. Go Agbar.
0: Oh crap. Prepare to jump into hyperspace on huh, my mark. All right, stand
1: by. Now, Audrey. Yes. Is it just me, or lately has the hyperspace website changed a little bit?
2: It's changed a little bit. They've actually changed the entire membership.
1: Yes, they yes. have. Because I'm not
2: very happy with that either, because now you're not going to be getting your magazine subscription. You're gonna have to pay extra for it. Um, I don't think that's a very good move. Um half the reason I was a member was because it was easier to get the subscription.
1: Yeah. So and it's it's kinda sad because the the, the fan club's been playing yo yo with us for yeah. so many years now. Uh I can't I can't tell you how many times they switch publishers. Mm-hmm. And they had one at some point, which was, which was Paizo Publishing. Uh, and Lisa Stevens was the president of the fan club at that time. She was a great president. Uh, she, she was doing great as a publisher as well with Paizo. Uh, that's some of the best insiders I've read
2: mm-hmm. back in
1: those days. And now they're coming back around. And you know, at first they actually offered a deal where you could buy your magazine and your uh hyperspace subscription. Mm-hmm. Then they took it off because it was going to be sim- simpler for everybody, apparently. I'm guessing it's over there. It's simpler somewhere I in California know. because honestly, for us fans, it's not getting any simpler. And then... Then, then they came back to the idea, well, let's make it just one bundle and everybody will be happy, so.
2: But the magazine subscription only applied to North America anyways. Yeah. It didn't apply internationally. To the entire and, world, that's it. And the other thing is, well, as far as Canada's concerned anyways, is we were getting our magazines from Toronto, we weren't getting them from the States. They're, yeah. And they were being distributed through Toronto. Yeah. So, I mean, it might, the money might be going to LA or to, well, California in general, but, um, you know, like, it's all around about it. I just, I'm, I'm not very pleased with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta say that I, I, I dropped them a few calls because we're in Quebec and we receive more rain and snow an entire year than anywhere else in the world, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's what I read, that's what I read on the internet, anyways. Yeah,
2: it's one of the wettest places.
1: And honestly, when you receive, uh, uh, you know, a Star Wars insider, which is made out of paper
2: without a plastic cover,
1: it's just getting damp in the snow. So that's, that's happened
2: to me. The last three issues have come yeah. without the plastic.
1: And I called and I, I, I really, you know, expressed my unhappiness about that fact. And they were, they were, you know, good enough to actually extend my, my subscription by one number, by one issue and, you know, Send me another one in plastic or paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the next issue comes in, and of course, it's, it's not the protected. same thing. Yeah, it's not why, protected.
2: why are they going cheap on the plastic covers?
1: I don't know, but like, and I don't even care about plastic covers. At least put them in some sort of protection, even if it's an envelope.
2: Well, I care about the plastic covers, uh, not just because of the weathering, but also because otherwise they stick the address label directly on the magazine. And if you're a collector trying to keep everything together, you know, and in like, mint or as close to mint condition as you can, you got this postage label and then the postage marks some, you know, like, all the ink imprinted across the cover of your magazine. It's no good anymore. It's like a piece of garbage. So, that, uh, irks me.
1: Gotta agree with you on that one though. That bothers me. It's kinda, it's kinda, it's kind of sad, though. Yeah. You know, especially the, the, for the prices. The price services we pay. have been going down. Yeah.
2: The cost is going up. And, you know, like, well, the, the, well, the big reason I hang, I hung on to it this year was because of C4. I wanted to have the hyperspace That's benefits. A, but if it continues like this, I'm not going to renew next year.
1: And, you know, what do you really need the insider for anymore nowadays? Because,
2: they're talking about Indiana Jones. Yeah, and they stuff. Talk they're talking about Indiana Jones. They're branching off. They're not really. touching They're it. reiterating what's already been said about Star Wars. Yeah. Now, you know,
1: and here's here's the funny thing about uh, about the new publishing house, uh, Titan Publishing, is that they're the one doing the the magazine in, uh, in England.
2: Oh. Okay.
1: So, you know what maybe Lucasfilm was trying to go international on something like that like having a an international publisher would be a definitely good idea for fandom that's as extended as the Star Wars fandom. But don't cut on the uh the the, the hyperspace no. thing, you know, it's it's just getting to be a bother for everyone now. Yeah. We're going to have to go back and re-register on hyperspace and get a you know, make sure that uh, we get our subscription back for our issues, which is never well-labeled. You know, it doesn't say hands with issue this or that. Yeah, I have no it idea when to, it's finishing. It used to when uh, a certain so other publisher was was in charge. But.
2: Yeah, well, that's the other thing. You're not sure, like, when do I have to start going up to the store to buy the issue? Yeah. Or, like, you're going to think that it's... You know, gonna sell out in the store and then a month later, baff, you get in the mail because I find they come out late when they send them to you as well. It's mm-hmm. been in the store for a couple of weeks before they actually post it to you. And it should be the other way around. We should be getting it before the shops. Should be an added benefit. So, yeah. <laughs> the changes are making me grumpy.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just, I, I just don't know, you know, what to do. With the whole situation going on. And hopefully it's going to stabilize for the next few coming years. Because I'm pretty sure Star Wars Insider is going to go back to being the Lucasfilm Insider. Or the Lucasfilm Magazine, just like in France. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, they're going to be talking about Star Wars. And, of course, Indiana Jones. And most definitely other projects that Lucasfilm is in. Which doesn't bother me. Because I like to know what's what's up with Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And I love to know, you know, what's going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm what's going on with Lucas Digital, what's going on with LucasArts and all that. And making the magazine more general yeah. would be a good idea, especially with the downtimes coming coming through. But, you know, don't cut the hyperspace thing out. And what really been bothering me is this week as I went back on the website, I noticed that all these advertisements were up on the website and on the side, and I'm like, ain't I an hyperspace member and I shouldn't see those ads? What's going on? It's, is, is there something that's bugged off? And I, I even went to my profile, took a look as when should I renew my, uh, my subscription? And it's like still next year. And I'm, but that's like, I got ads. That's, that's abnormal. Oh well. In any hmm. case, what will we do? I'll we'll just have to endure. Yeah. And just keep on going. <laughs>
2: Like the Energizer Bunny. Yep. <laughs> Just waiting for the uh, fully animated uh, show and the live action show to eventually hit the airwaves. Yeah. The thing is, we know that the uh, animated show is in production, or mm-hmm. in pre-production, but we don't hear any news about the live action show.
1: Well, no, we've heard some news about the live it's action show. very vague, like, like, and it's off George's the been writing some drafts and stuff yeah. like that. We'll see
2: what It'd be happens. nice to hear a little bit more.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But you know what? I will say that uh, kudos to Mary and Steve for uh, publishing a lot of information about Celebration Four so much ahead of time. Because mm-hmm. the last two other times, you know, it was a very long time before we actually got some information. And ever since November, they've leaked through a lot of information. All in all, and what we've been able to make with that information is pretty remarkable. So you'll see what I'm talking about a little bit uh, in a short while. Well, let's make that short while now. That is right, the community event that the world of Star Wars has been waiting for, for the past 30 years, is the Pearl Anniversary of Star Wars. Pearl. I'm sorry. Just can't take it out of my head.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll just move along.
1: Yeah, it's like... Hey Seb, how can we find you at C4? Just look for the guy wearing pearls. <laughs> but you know what? It's a good, really awesome news for our friend Antoni Daniels. Because he can wear not only the tiara, but the pearls as well. No? Alright. What can I say?
2: You said too much, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: What, you got something against Goldenrod? No.
2: No, not, no.
1: (laughs) In any case. (laughs) Goldenrod is one of the guests that are gonna be there, but there are so many more. I mean, Carrie Fisher's coming by, which is awesome. I'm so excited. She's been, she's been, uh, really present in the, in the past few years. Uh, on the, uh, on the convention scene. And you know what? Thank you, Carrie, for showing your, your appreciation t- towards the fan. And, uh, for the others of the, the original crew who haven't yet followed up with that, well, might be a good chance for you guys to come by. Seriously.
2: Who would you like to see?
1: From the original cast? Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta admit, I'd love to meet Harrison Ford.
2: He would never do a convention. Yeah, I know.
1: But I'd love to meet Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill, of course. And uh, apart from that, well, I don't know. If I can meet any pretty much anyone from the original Star Wars movies, I'm going to be happy. So anyone from that crew, you know, yeah. Antilles or Agbar or whoever else. But some of these guys are actually making it to the show.
2: Do you think they're uh, holding out for some last minute surprises the way they did, uh, last time?
1: Uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure they are. Uh, I wouldn't be too surprised if we were to get some, you know, thank you messages from Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and people like that on the video screen. Um, is that gonna happen? I don't want to go into, uh, into further details, but I'm hoping for it. Because mm-hmm. it's nice. You know? And it's really out of respect. I just I just want to meet those people to say you know thank you, yeah, for participating in participating in this.
2: It would be cool, but I don't think that they're. It's not likely. <laughs> yeah, know, I mean, unfortunately. I mean, we're, we're
1: going we're going to 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 Los Angeles, you know. Yeah. If I was to cross bat with Jodie Foster, I would say thank you for not being chosen as Princess Leia. <laughs> but, I don't think she would take it too well, so mm. I think I just won't do that. Now, uh, for those of you who have been long fans of the show, you will be happy to know that Amy Allen is, com- is coming back to Star, to star Wars <laughs> Celebration. Uh, Kenny Baker, big friend of ours as well. The Lightning Bear Biker Scout. Jerome Blake and Paul Blake will be there. Richard Bonehill, who was uh, one of the uh, Snowtroopers, So our friends from the Badlands here in Canada will be happy. Sean Bouriag big friend of Amy Allen. Uh that's coming back as well. You know what would be fun? Have them like on stage both of them doing some sort of, you know, discussion about who do you think would win between the two mm. of you or something like that. <laughs> Especially with what's been happening in in the in the books lately, you know. Cuz Arising is still
2: alive. Oh yeah.
1: Oh my god. And of course Jeremy Bullock, uh Debbie Carrington Mike Carter's gonna be there. Ken Cawley, Admiral Piet. Uh, John Coppinger, who was one of the, uh, the Wookiees in Star Wars Episode 3. Uh, Sean Crawford, who was the infamous Yak Face, especially for those of you who collect a lot of things. Uh, I think you know this guy. Dermot Crowley, General Krix Medine. Grey Delisle, who was the voice of Clone Wars Panme, Asajj Ventress, Shakti, and even more. Uh, Jim Dry, who's Jekyll, the whippit, Mike Edmonds. Nina Falanouz, who played Stas Ali. Now, do you remember that stormtrooper that says, move along, move along. He's gonna be there. (laughs) He's gonna be there. And you know what? I have to go to the autograph hall now because Rusty Goff's gonna be there and he played one of the Jawas. Okay. So, you know, my, my, my insane passion for Jawas has to lead me over there and get something signed. Plus, I'll come back to another reason for which well, I'll most likely be strolling around the autograph Uh, hall. uh Gary Cagan's going to be there. Colin Higgins, Barry Holland, Gerald Holm. And uh, Gerald Holm is a big friend of ours. Uh, and uh, we hope that he's going to have a, an awesome tri- trip over there. He played uh, Tessac and the Mon Cal officer uh, in Return of the Jedi. Tom Kane, who was the voice of Yoda, is going to be there. Mike Kingma so seriously, we're going to have a Wookiee crew over there, because Peter May was going well, to be there as well. So
2: Yeah. Mike Kingma was supposed to be there at Celebration 3, and he canceled last minute, so we'll see what happens this time. Well, it happens. It does. Last minute things come up.
1: You know what, Mike? I think you shouldn't be afraid, and if, you, if you're if you not too sure about this, get in touch with Peter, and he'll tell you the goods and bads about going to conventions, and trust me, there are more goods than bads.
2: Well, he's been to the conventions in Europe, though. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Has he really been to a convention? <laughs> he hasn't been to a celebration. Yeah, that's it. Now, of course, uh, Nalini Christian's is going to be there, Richarda Parmentier, Ian Liston, Daniel Logan, Shannon McRandall, Tamara Morrison, Rena Owen's going to be coming back as well.
2: Tamara Morrison, woo!
1: <laughs> yep. Mary Oyaya, so we have mm-hmm. both Luminara and Barris who are going to be on set. Uh, Ray Park's going to be there again. I'm waiting for... No?
2: Well, I, he was really nice. He was super nice, and I'd definitely go and see him again, but uh, I lost my heart to Tamora Morrison. Oh. <laughs> he was just so charming. He was just a charmer.
1: And the fact that the size of his arm, uh, of his end, actually covers your entire arm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. That could help. Bunny Peace is going to be there. Uh, Dave I'm looking Browns. forward to meeting her. She's a very, very yeah, nice I've girl. Yeah, i she's very nice. I had the chance to meet her at Celebration 2, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. really glad that she's coming back because uh, she's a really nice person. Hmm. So Dave Prowl's going to be there, Tim Rose is going to be there, George Rubichek, who's Commander Prodigy, is going to be there, Alan Roscoe, Plo Koon himself, Margot Shellhorn, Orly Shoshan, Felix Sulla, Bruce Spence, of course, Femi Taylor. Oh, I wonder, I wonder how our kid is doing. And I wonder if he's a Star Wars fan by now.
2: Oh, I didn't know.
1: Cause by now, he's gonna be about five years old. Okay. So, maybe he started playing with Ewoks. Who knows? Maybe. Kevin Thompson is gonna be there. Uh, Simon, w- Simon, w- Simon Williamson. And, my very best of them all, Matthew Wood he did, was really nice too. did the voice of General Grievous he's an awesome guy if you if you haven't had a chance to meet him yet just definitely go now judging by the roster of like celebrities that are going
2: did you mention that Jake Lloyd's going
1: I was keeping that for the last because he, he's been the last the last one announced
2: well there was a couple that were announced with him who oh, I don't have it in front of me hang on
1: who <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> nah, that's all right that's all right <laughs> Don't worry about it. But basically Jake Lloyd's been like the big name that's been announced lately. Yes, yeah, the uh, last one. He's coming back. He was there in uh, nineteen ninety-nine at Celebration One. And uh for those of you who didn't have a cha- didn't get a chance to meet him, now there there's gonna be your chance. Yeah. Uh but as I was saying, when we look at the uh the roaster of characters that are coming by and we take a look at, you know, it's the thirtieth anniversary of Star Wars And there's so many things going on. Well, I guess that now is going to be the time to do some, you know, Jedi Council panels at C4. Uh, It's going to be the time to do some Bounty Hunter panels at C4. I think they're going to be very, very... uh, these are some very obvious ones. Uh, Ewoks, we've got so many Ewoks, and of course our friend from Montreal, Yum Yum, Nyab-nyab from Yum Yum's Universe, Frank Diorio, de- he's going to be there again. He's going to be doing a diorama of the Ewok village with all the fans passing by. That's going to be one of the activities that you're going to be able to actually uh, put your hands into in the fan fair hall, uh, which is going to be Exhibit All G.
2: I'll know all about all the exhibit halls when I get through the Will Call line, and I get all the pamphlets and stuff. I'm gonna spend the next hour in the hotel, sprawled across the bed, with everything open, circling what events I want to see. Trust me,
1: that will not happen because you will know all ahead of time. <laughs> because I will publish my map soon, and I will publish my. And you're my gonna schedule, just tell
2: so. me this is where you're gonna be. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's where you're gonna be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you're, you're actually Will Call is right underneath um, the uh, the autograph hall. Cool. So, first fact. Do you
2: think that they're going to have a limited amount of f- merchandise for sale at the will call, like they did last time? Last time really? they had some T-shirts and some of the stuff. Because by the time we yeah. got to the store, like things were sold out.
1: I don't know so nice if they're going to do that again. Uh, well, especially in terms of you know like the the, the souvenir stands. If they have stuff like uh, program books and you know really just the basics, that'd be a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had those. Spread all across uh, the the convention last time around. I think since it's Gen Con doing it again this year, they're gonna have that again going on this year. That would be a really good idea because it will unclog the store for those people who really want to get just the you know mm-hmm. basic souvenirs
2: that aren't after the collectors things.
1: Yeah, such as the Incredible Ralph McQuarrie R2D2 C3PO uh, action figures. Which i have been get, getting a lot, a lot of mixed, uh, uh, of mixed reviews. A lot mm-hmm. of people are saying, "I don't care about those figures. I don't care if it's even a, an, a celebration exclusive. I, I just don't care."
2: Yeah, I looked at them and I was like, "eh."
1: <laughs> well,
2: I didn't, uh, I didn't get very excited over it. So. You
1: know, I'm a big fan of Ralph McQuarrie. Uh, I, I own a, a, a few of his portfolios, and I really love the way. He came up with the concept art for Star Wars. And they they, they already did this the Macquarie Trooper for uh for one of the fan choice uh figures. And they're coming up with this one for the 30th anniversary. And that little that particular scene of C3PO and R2 D2 is well known to all Star Wars fans all over the world. And even those who aren't Star Wars fan have seen that image in the past. And uh I think it's, uh, it, it's actually quite a nice, uh, a nice figure. So, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bitch about it. But, guess what? There's more.
2: <laughs> There's more.
1: There's more. Mm-hmm. You know about, uh, the Luke and Darth Vader combat? That okay. was supposed to happen in the first Star Wars. In the first, in the very first draft. Okay. Well, they're coming up with an action figure, uh, an action figure set for that as well, which is, uh, the Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. And, uh, they're, they're actually, so far we've only seen the Luke Skywalker, which is like underwater mask and all that. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. Okay. It's a rebreather. So, uh, that promises to be very interesting and it should be at Star Wars Celebration as well. Can't wait to see if it's going to be there, Hmm. because I'd like to get my hands on that, too. Now, even Star Wars Shop is having an exclusive sold at Star Wars Celebration, and it's the uh, Gentle Giant animated Boba Fett maquette. Okay. It's limited to only 1,000 pieces, and 700 are allotted for Celebration 4. 300 will be made available at Celebration Europe, so even European fans can get... uh, can get their hands on that. Now, the, the, the fun thing that our friends, our friend and uh, president, Dustin Roberts, uh, comment, commented on uh, TheForce.net was pray for pre-order because this one's going to be hot. And I got to admit, I had just looked at it at the small thumbnail and I I was like, I don't know. But when I saw it, I went, ooh, it is actually quite nice. Now, if you take a look at the numbers, you know, one thousand four. Celebration, uh, 700 for Celebration 4, that's not even 150 a day. So, that's gonna go really fast.
2: That's not a lot.
1: And hopefully there will be pre order because I might just actually put my name in for that. <laughs> and speaking of Gentle Giant, well, they have not one, not two, but three busts coming up as Celebration 3, uh, Celebration 4 exclusives. Now, the first one is Dart Malak from Knights of the Old Republic. Second one is a Spirit of Yoda from Return of the Jedi. And the third one is Commander Gree. Now Commander Gree is definitely gonna be the uh the the the, the fracked up item to go get. Because he's part of a five trooper, five commander troops, uh Collection that Gentle Giant is releasing, and most of those actual busts will be released as convention exclusives all over the world. There's even some in Japan and Germany and all that. So it promises to be very interesting to see the lines going up to uh, the Gentle Giant boot in the uh, in the, the the retailers. Oh, I can't wait to see where they're gonna put that. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy, I tell you. And of course, there's not only celebrities that are going there. That su- are going to be at Celebration Four. And there's not going to be only exclusives at Star Wars Celebration Four. But there's also going to be lots of artists. And uh, I'm really happy to see that Cynthia Cummins, who came to uh, came to, to SFX a few years back, will be there. So definitely go see her. Dave Dorman, or my my f- one of my favorite artists. Tom Hodges, who we talked to last time around before going to Indianapolis, is gonna be there. And making what I believe is his first, uh, con appearance, Ra- Ralph McQuarrie should be there as well. Now this is quite impressive. And, uh, for those of, of you who don't know William O'Neill, uh, just check out his web sh- his website at hurricanec.com. I think you'll, uh, you'll like what he does. Especially if you are a Star Wars on direct fan, that says it all.
2: <laughs> I still want to know which authors are going to be going.
1: That is one of the few announcements that still have to be made, ma- still have to be made by uh, Star Wars officials, yeah. uh, by Marion and Steve. Basically, um, you know, I think it's fairly safe to uh, think that Karen, Troy, and Aaron are going to be there because they're. The three most important people in the Star Wars universe right now, with all the book that 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 have been released lately, I'm pretty sure that Tim Zahn's going to be there, especially with Allegiance
2: now this time around, I'm determined to get a picture of Zon with Shannon Randall? yeah, okay, because I want the whole Mara with the Creator picture. At Celebration 3, they were in the hall next to each other at one point, and I just missed getting it because he just walked away as I was getting up to close ah, enough to take a picture. That would have been cool. I don't know, just one of those quirky things I want.
1: Well, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> maybe, we can, maybe we can lure them into something. or. <laughs> yeah. That would be funny.
2: We'll give you cookies. <laughs> Come <Okay>. with us. <laughs>
1: That's right. Follow us. Cookies, we say. Cookies. <laughs> all right. And uh, the other things that we have to look for forward to in uh, Star Wars Celebration 4 uh, are, of course, all of the uh, all the big fun that we're going to have with our, our, our fans. And not only the 501st are going to be there, the Rebel Legion is going to be there, Jedi Assembly is also going to be there, and, of course, Fan Force will be there. And uh, who knows? Maybe even Star Wars Sound Direct. That's all I have to say right now. <laughs> cause you never know. You know, us crazy fools running around the convention center interviewing people. That's one thing for sure. If you're gonna be in the line with me, you're gonna have to say, hey, this is da da da. And I was at Celebration 4 with Star Wars on Direct. Just cause it's gonna be fun. Cause you know what? We're going to Star Wars on Direct. Oh, to have fun. <laughs>
2: We're going to Star Wars Celebration Four. But to we're have fun. <laughs> going to Star Wars Celebration
1: Four to have even more fun. <laughs> and so far we haven't had an actual, you know, map of the premises that's been released. Uh I did manage to gather all of the information that's been released so far, and something very funny caught my attention is that the um autograph all, which is the autograph the the all Right above, uh, Will Call. And it's where registration, I'm going to be
2: spending a lot of my time.
1: Where Audrey will be all <laughs> the time. <laughs> yep. Um, this particular hall, uh, was quite big. And I was like, hmm, well, I know there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people that are going to be signing in there, but still, it, it, it's, I, th- I think it's a little big. And then we had the fanfare hall and that was really uh-huh. big too. And it was shared with the art show. And I'm like, all right. You know, we're going to be able to go see very interesting things, not only fan-related, but artsy-related. And then, all over a the sudden, they changed the art show to the autograph hall as well. Because autographs and the art show will be in the same hall.
2: I don't think they should do that. Because, like, just if for nothing else, for security purposes, for the uh, actors, Last last time they had only autographs in the autograph hall and people weren't really allowed to loiter inside they either you know were in lines waiting to see people or else they cleared out pretty fast yeah there's no sitting around but if there's going to be like other stuff then people are going to be milling about and they're going to be getting in the way and the lines are going to be a little bit more disorganized maybe um you know like hopefully they'll have the fast track thing for the autographs again with the bracelets like they did last time that was good i think officials
1: I think official picks learned from what they did last time and they're going to repeat the same action. It worked really around. well last yeah.
2: time. I found it was very, very, well, I spent a lot of my time there last time too. So, and uh, I, I found it was very, very efficient. Mind you, you know, like when everybody else was going nuts, you know, the first day going to the store, I beeline to the yeah. autograph hall. So I got like the bracelet with number one. So I could go it. right through no matter what anyways, <laughs> <So> <laughs> which is what I intend to do this time. <laughs>
1: Well, you might just be able to do that because the store and the autograph uh halls are at different uh yeah they're the other totally opposites last time too. of the uh of the convention center and uh but here's the here's the fun thing we're gonna have the fanfare hall which is going to be right next to the autograph hall and the art show and then we're gonna then we're most likely gonna be we're gonna have the other hall that's going to be for uh retailers and all of the Hasbro, LucasArts, and all of that, which is gonna be really fun. I think that's gonna be one very crowded space of the convention center. Mm-hmm. Uh it's the uh, the South Hall. And celebration Celebration 4 store actually has the entire uh West Hall to itself. Okay. Uh so far there's nothing in Exhibit All B, which is the uh I just wanna confirm that though. Which is the, the all in which, uh, yeah, right next to Star Wars Celebration 4 store. So I'm guessing it's most likely going to be used for Star space for C4 store, uh, where they're going to be able to refill in, you know, items that are rare and stuff like that. Uh, what else do we have? We have the Conqueror's Ballroom on the same floor, uh, which is going to be right in, which is right in between the most crowded place and the Star Wars Celebration store. <laughs> So, this is going to be really funny to uh to actually get out of uh, this time around. I think it's going to be much more easy than the last time at, um, at in Indianapolis when we had to walk out, go right, and not go left and not mix up the lines, and then we'd have to go down those two small um, stairs uh how do you call again the stairs that go down automatically. Escalators? Yeah, the escalators. <laughs> I'm tired. Does it show? <laughs> and uh that's it. It's like instead of going down those two escalators, we're gonna be able to have a lot more space to, to to walk around, hopefully. And uh we're gonna there there's gonna there's actually three rooms that are joined up together and they're gonna be the collecting panels for the entire duration of the four days of okay. the big convention. And, uh, R2D2 builders also have their, their own expo room.
2: Oh, they're gonna have the same sort of droid contest thing again?
1: They're gonna have the same sort of, uh, droids race and all that. And they're, those races are gonna happen in the fanfare hall. So that's gonna be really fun. And, uh, there's even some, uh, some R2D2 building that's gonna be happening at the fan stage. Okay. So I don't know if they're gonna do it in one shot or in multiple shots or if it's gonna be one. Actual R2 unit they're gonna build up or something, but I can't wait to see what's gonna happen with that. And this particular venue actually has a theater with 300 seats in it. And guess what they decided to do? They decided to do a movie marathon on the Wednesday with all six movies. I'm guessing they're gonna do it in that particular theater. I'm not sure for, I'm not 100% sure, but. Did
2: you get your ticket?
1: I did manage to get my ticket. I was lucky enough <laughs> to, to, uh, to actually walk on the, the registration site for, uh, of Gen Con. And I was like, oh yeah, I can get a ticket. So I managed to get one ticket because you were limited to one ticket per person. And when I came back on the next day, they They're were gone. all full. And I'm like, wow. Oh, well. So. Yeah. I was really lucky on that because all the quick pack quick path really went mm-hmm. quick. I was thinking I was weird?
2: thinking of getting them, but then I was like, well, you know, if I don't use them, it wouldn't be fair for other people, and yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going to be that day, so... That particular night, so...
1: Yeah. Yeah, and there's going to be so much to do that... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... We're in L.A., but what I'm thinking of doing is most likely going to be going to uh, Star Wars, you know, to Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, which are going to be the last few movies yeah. to be shown, and then walk into the line and...
2: <laughs> just camp out until the just next camp morning. out
1: until the next morning.
2: Now the first day, are they doing the same thing as last time? They're opening at noon instead of nine. That is like the,
1: the, the,
2: the fan day, the, the hyperspace member day. Yeah, opening the, the fan
1: club day. Uh, so far, just let me bring up my. I don't.
2: I don't have the schedule. Let ready.
1: me bring up my schedule. I know you've got it all organized. Um, right now on Wednesday, well, on Wednesday the movies. I believe we'll start some sometime around 9. Because, you know, it just w- would be crazy to put them uh, at any other time. But so far, what we got in, ter- in terms of uh, of scheduling for the Thursday is 12 o'clock. So they're going to open at noon.
2: So it's going to be a short day for the fan day.
1: Yeah. Fan day is going to be a really no short day. Uh, and so far, even and even so far, in terms of uh, fan day... Mm. Uh, apart from the store and the autograph slash art show, there doesn't seem to be, like, much more going on. Yeah. Uh, all the main panels in terms of collectings and stuff like that, that's gonna, that's gonna start on the Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday are the bigger day Mm -hmm. of the convention.
2: It just, it just means there's gonna be that many less people in, like, the autograph hall in the store. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Those are gonna be the two busy places those days.
1: Yeah and i don't even know if they're going to open any other concourse or you know mm. venues or anything like that uh it would be nice is it going to happen i don't know uh you know even even a few things just like uh the star wars uh, exhibit the lucas from the the lucas archives exhibit and stuff like that mm. i'd love to see that and i never got a chance to actually walk around more than like where the costumes are yeah where the costumes more than 2 minutes you know so they're doing that again uh hopefully because it was a success i think in the in the past few years yeah. and uh there's no reason it, it yeah. shouldn't be back and
2: they're going to be doing the one man star wars
1: they are doing the the, the one man star wars again i'm guessing this is going to be uh taking place at the star wars fan stage along mm-hmm. with a few other things just like the r2d2 buildings and yeah. other stuff like that
2: what i'd like to see come back is the star wars in 30 minutes that was a really awesome yeah. production
1: what I'd love for them to do is actually hire the friends here from, uh, Killing Jar Jar, which was actually, uh, it's actually about killing time while waiting in line for Star Wars Episode 1. It was an awesome, uh, theater piece. And it just, you know, slipped under. It was presented at Star Wars at, at, uh, Empire Con 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I've never heard back from those guys, uh, so. I don't know. I just can't wait to see what's going to happen. It's cool. It's going to be really fun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, you know what? In terms of the other days, uh, on Friday at 10 o'clock, there's, there's already some, uh, panels going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that's, that's pretty much the opening time that we're going to get. Maybe 9.30 or 9. Well, I think the doors will probably list. open
2: around nine. Yeah. If they open on time. They had some delays last time. Yeah. But, uh, probably just to let people sort of in and mill about to wherever they want to go before things start. That's it. So,
1: so I'm guessing, I'm guessing most likely things will open around nine. Yeah. And, uh.
2: Most panels will start
1: at ten. Most, most panels will start at ten, yeah. Now, we don't have. Confirmation on a literature uh, conference hall yet. We don't have confirmation on uh, FedEx slash USPS box right right now. I can't wait to see where these things are going to be located. But I'm pretty sure you know I was um, I was exchanging a few words with Mary and Steve this week, and uh, I can't wait to see how it's going to turn out because from what from from all the information we have right now. It's somewhat predictable what's going to be where. Mm-hmm. Uh, from now on, it's really just a question of being as logistics as possible and making sure that lines are not going to be in the way of anyone anywhere. So, can't wait to see what's going to happen. Yeah. So, there you go. Star Wars Celebration 4. It's coming fast, people it's coming really oh, fast.
2: Can't wait. <laughs> oh, I can't wait.
1: And I got to say That's that fun. you know, you know what right now, uh the only the only paneling tracks that have been announced are the collecting panel paneling tracks mm-hmm. and I've mm-hmm. just for fun I've put them into the uh into my my tentative schedule and they're um they're not covering the entire duration of the of the convention so either there'll there's going to be some repeat Or they're going to announce some more. And I wouldn't be too surprised about that. So, can't wait to to get there. You know why? Because it's going to be fun.
2: It's all going to be fun. Yay.
1: (laughs) Whoop-de-doo. All right. So, let's take a short break and uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking about Tempest. And what you're going to hear during that short break is what I mentioned earlier, a small trailer of Targets by Danny Pepe. Be right back on Star Wars On Direct, the voice of Star Wars Fed.
0: If you are enjoying the Star Wars Fan audio production you're listening to right now, then don't stop there. Come see what the excitement is about at the internet's home of the Star Wars fan audio genre StarWarsFanWorks.com There you'll find podcasts, audio dramas, audio parodies, and more plus the best and most comprehensive news coverage of the Star Wars fan audio genre found anywhere. It's an entire field of Star Wars audio productions made for fans by fans and your audio gateway to that galaxy far, far away is StarWarsFanWorks.com Join us After all, it is your destiny. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. For years, sci-fi fans have toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy flash animations to obscure techno music. They work hard. Give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back. At PlanetFandom.com, Legends Action Figures, the place for Star Wars figures and collectibles in Canada. Visit our website and compare our prices. We've got customers from all around the world and the best service around. meet the staff at our Montreal store or visit our website at
1: www.legendsactionfigures.com. All prices in Canadian dollars. At SimpleNet you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space
0: for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth. As well as solutions for turnkey pre configured game servers. Join us at www.simple net.ca. We got trade, an armed siege at the Galactic City spaceport. No, no, we are citizens of Heron Camp. The Republic has fueled the civil war on our world and now bring a fresh war to us. Remove your presence from our planet now where your senator and the passengers die. Six passengers and we're trying to get pictures of them. Witnesses report four perpetrators armed with blasters and carrying something in backpacks which we have assumed are explosives. Lads, this is Master Kame and the Senate Head of Public Affairs, Marugoyle, and Arkane 11. We all want the same outcome. Hostages out, scumbag dead, traffic flowing again. Let's get to it. Six lives are a price worth paying, Jedi. We will detonate the charges.
2: We interrupt your program to bring you this news update. A Haroon Cal group holding oh. Senator Tills has killed a Jedi negotiator.
0: No, that's not how we do it. We don't want the hostages charged. No storming, no heroics, not yet. Commander, those thugs held innocent people and murdered a Jedi master whose sole concern was the welfare of the hostages. The Senate does not tolerate terrorism. Everybody, check your chrono and open your helmet spotlight. Ordo, you ready? Group team ready. Darlin? Ready. In three, two, go! Let's be clear about what we're trying to do, gentlemen. We don't ask for ID, we don't take targets alive, we don't avoid damaging the furniture. When you send us in, there is no happy ending. Omega Squad targets a creative audioscape production coming soon.
1: Let's just make, let's just be really clear about what we're going to do, gentlemen. <laughs> Congratulations, Danny. I just can't wait to actually hear the whole thing because I'm sure it's really awesome. That'd good. So, uh, apparently there's been some, uh, connection droppings. I'm really sorry about that, folks. Hopefully the situation will get better as uh, we go. Uh, this will, this is actually most likely due to the the bad weather we've been encountering here in Montreal for the past few days. Mm. Uh, I'm really sorry about that, so. Hang on. It will get better. Now on this note, we move to our main subject of the night, which is tempest by troy denning now audrey yes you've read that book eons ago
2: eons ago yes the cobwebs (laughs) are slowly being brushed away
1: (laughs) (laughs) and um what did you generally think about you know ali marar coming back and keep going well i'm just saying coming back like very actively I like it. I
2: like it. It's adding a twist. It's adding, you know, like normally we have like one or two quote unquote bad characters, but now we're having like more and more, you know, coming in and I'm finding it's interesting. It's going to put a lot of the younger Jedi at odds with their emotions because she was once one of them. And, you know, like they're going to have to deal with, you know, that and some of the other twists going on with the different characters.
1: And Mara. Oh my god. It's like, Jason's teaching bad things to our son. If he keeps on going, we're gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. Luke goes, well, you know, no, 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 we're killing him. If he keeps on going with the doll, black side thing, no, no, we're killing him.
2: Yeah, well, that, I think that might be just due to her own experience because she was young yeah. when she was taken by the Emperor. So, um, you. I think that, uh, She might be scared that he's going to go through the same or similar experience as she did. That he's going to be, you know, we don't really know how Mara came to be in the Emperor's possession. Or, you know, become the Emperor's hand and all that. Um, We just know that she was uh, from a young age. So maybe she's like revisiting her youth through Ben. It's an area that hasn't been touched on. So, uh, the authors have, you know, sort of carte blanche to go wherever they want with that and stir up all sorts of emotions within her. So I, I can understand maybe where she's coming from. Yeah. And under no circumstances will anybody mess with her son, screw him up the way that she was screwed up young.
1: Yeah.
2: It's also talking from a mother's point of view. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not going to hurt my child.
1: And we see, we see a lot of, uh, of Alana. Speaking of Charles, we we see a lot of Alana more in that book.
2: We as well. do, we do. We don't see, we don't see a lot, but we see we see more than we have.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just love. I just love. I was listening to the audiobook again today, and I just love the 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 running up to Jason. Centralization. See,
2: I haven't heard her as. A, I haven't heard this book. You haven't heard so. the audiobook. It's no, it's, I've, it's really I've, funny. I just read it, so
1: it's really funny. She mm. she's uh. She's a very, you know, heartwarming character and uh mm-hmm. compared to, to you know her mother Jason, who actually gets to wear an admiral uniform with a black cape.
2: Yeah.
1: In that book, I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. I love the remark by Merritt. Does he know who he looks like like when he's dressed up like that? Yeah. Followed by Luke's comment. If he looks in the mirror he does. <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of funny. And you know, it's Everybody is going at Jason now. It's well, more more and more they're they're starting to get that. The thing
2: is they're all talk and they're no action. Nobody's doing anything about it. Here yeah. he is. They know that he's not you know, like, I suppose beyond redemption at this stage. But you know, like They're all just watching it happen, and nobody's doing anything. This is the same thing in the Yushan Vong War. At the beginning of the Yushan Vong War, revisiting the NJO for a few minutes. You know, like, all the Jedi were sitting around discussing, Hey, look at this. Let's look at this. Yes, we're looking at this. We're watching this happen. You know, and then, like, people like Kip we're all like, you know, come on, let's go and do something about it. We're just sitting here. Where are we going to sit around until, like, they, like, bomb the Jedi Temple and there's nothing left and blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got to take action. We've got to prevent things. But this is the same thing. They're being passive. They're just sitting around, watching it happen. They're revisiting history they're saying do you know what he looks like does he know who he looks like this is the same thing that happened blah 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 they recognize it they see it they're not doing anything to stop it
1: but what do you want to do what what is there to do really you know especially when we're talking about jason who's he's he's definitely the black sheep of the jedi
2: he is he is at like, this point yeah you know, but like, the thing that surprises me is some of the Jedi who have been at least part way down that route aren't recognizing and they're actually supporting him and thinking that he should be made a master and, you know, like, it, it's, it's interesting, you know, like, the way things are going because, like, he, he's managing to pull the wool over some of the people's eyes. Not everybody, you know, there's people that, you know, realize, but they're still not acting on it. But, um, you know, like, it's interesting to see how he's, he's you know, manipulating the situation at the yeah. same time. So, What's your take?
1: Well, I have to say that just like one of my friends, I'm a little bit confused by what's going on in the Legacy of the Force series right now. Because, you know, we're seeing parts of this story, parts of that story, and what I was telling her is it's basically one big story told through the eyes of different people at different times. So you don't actually see the same point of view from everybody, you know? Okay. I don't know if you get my... my I haven't
2: point. been confused at all. I've I've found yeah. that it's flowing quite well, actually.
1: <laughs> well, in <laughs> Troy's book, it's always very good and flowing. But, you know, yeah. when, you, when you skip from Aaron's book, where it's all Wedge and Corellia and all that, to Troy's book, okay. where it's all... Leia and Han, mm-hmm. to Karen's book, where it's like Boba and the rest of the crew. It's...
2: Yeah, okay, I can see where you're coming from. See, but... that? that but... that's what
1: I mean. But when you take a yeah. look at Troy's book, for instance, uh, especially near the end, where Anakin says, uh, where Jason says, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> see, I'm getting confused, yes. <laughs> where Jason says, uh, I want you to shoot the longhorn. Which is, by the way, a very nice, uh, little, little wink at, uh, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Troy, congratulations. That was really cool. Uh, the Longhorn being one of the f- fake call signs of the Millennium Falcon. Right. And he says, I want you to shoot at the, take the best gunners you got and shoot at him. You know, from the, the Star the story called the, the Anakin Anakin Solo. Solo which pissed. Jaina, off. like there is no tomorrow.
2: Oh, well, that would if if I'd been Jaina. Yeah, I would have been pissed. I would have shot him there. <laughs> I, I think I would have had no siblings left. I would kill him
1: through the force. <laughs> he just like make his brain blow. Yeah, the force.
2: I, I would have zapped him with some uh, Jedi lightning. Yeah,
1: mm. and uh, the, the 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 cool thing the, 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 that's that's what I was get, getting for. It's like he gives the order for, to shoot, and then we're in the Millennium Falcon. And boom, <laughs> what the bloody hell just happened? We got shot mm-hmm. by the... By, by by isn't his? he our friendly <laughs> You know, by the Anakin Solo, it just doesn't make any sense.
2: Well, no, Jason's been sort of not trusting of his parents for a while now. He He's under the assumption that they're the ones that orchestrated or had a yeah. big part in the... Uh, Attack on Tenel Ka, and so he's taken it personally. My parents have betrayed me, so I'm gonna get back at them. Yeah, I said I'm gonna beep 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 bitty, beep 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 <laughs> beep. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this moment was brought to you by. Audrey. <laughs> no, definitely, and I mean, and you see a lot going on. In, uh, in this book, what I, what I really appreciated about Tempest is that you see a lot going on on Apis in the Apis system. It's taking the war away from Corellia. And, you know, they're, they're sort of shifting their gaze a little bit away from, uh, from Corellia. But, you know, it's there. You know, it's gonna blow up pretty soon. And when you, when you think about what was happening in the Killix trilogy, you're just thinking, was, was this really what what jason was seeing in his visions mm-hmm. you know and what can he do to stop it now because he's the only one with the power to do that
2: well, it's, you know like his whole his whole outlook has been his whole outlook has been uh manipulated by you know dark force users and whatnot so his he's in a sense, been brainwashed to see things from a different perception from what he might have seen them from if he had not been, you know, for lack of a better description, misled. So, but he, you know, like, even at the beginning, he sort of sees, like, if we go back to betrayal, he sees, you know, that some of these things are, like, edging on dark side, you know, he, he, he knows
1: what he's doing. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But
2: at the same time, he's like, you know, he's, you know, oh, I'm just going to get my feet wet. I'm not going to, you know, like, but, you know, like, now he's gotten to the point that, you know, like, it's like more power, more power, more power, more power, greed, you know, all the dark things are coming
1: out. And I'm, I'm just going to put. He's being consumed. That's it. He's, well, he, he's going into that jacuzzi and he's saying, I'm just going to, you know. Yeah, I'll I'll
2: just, you know, like Okay, fine. I'll just let put the it bubbles, up to my lee- yeah. up to my knees. Uh, you know, it's not so bad. I'll, I'll we'll sit, just down sit down in down. here and yeah, yeah, and he's just getting himself comfortable and, and eventually you know. it, it's just, you know, he's yeah, exactly. He's going to be treading to keep his fi- head above water and yeah. then he's just going to be completely uh,
1: But you know, I'm not I'm not in. sure I'm not sure if he's going to be actually completely pulled in or if he's at the last very second going to pull out. And th- the fact that he's getting a uh, a dart title. Yeah. That's really mind boggling to me because when I read Tempest, and I see Lumia, she gets killed in there, mm-hmm. right? Because I haven't read Exile yet. Uh no. So she she lives. Yes, she lives. Okay.
2: Spoiler: She lives. <laughs>
1: Spoiler: She lives.
2: Okay. No, she's still around.
1: Because I'm like, Lumia and Alima get together. Uh, Alima still lives. True. Lumia yeah. lives. True. And I'm wondering if, you know, Jason's been Jason's been through a rough patch in his life. Let's admit it, you know? Number of times they've been kidnapped those darn kids <laughs> when they were Well, know.
2: that was when they were kids. Yeah, you but, know? Well I
1: I cannot think of Jason and think of something else than the guy who saves himself with ants. You know?
2: Yeah.
1: That that's what I think of when I think of Jason. I don't think of Jason as a next part.
2: Sith? Yes and no like, Even in the New Jedi Order When we were getting up to the end When we were getting to the Unifying Force I could see him going Sith And I told friends then Yeah You know when the books were coming out I said He's going to go dark He's going to be a Sith and everybody's like, you know, he's the greatest Jedi, and blah blah blah.
1: Right.
2: And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah wait. He was and a fracking wuss.
1: He was a wuss at the beginning of the uh, of the series, but by the, the, the end,
2: number of times I wanted to just take him out and beat some sense into him, that would've been nice. Yeah. but you but know, then, like
1: then his brother died, really and annoying. at the end of the yeah, uh, the series, he's he's pretty much like you know.
2: You know, the interesting thing I was thinking about the other day was, you know, like, the whole article back in like. Star Wars and what like, 74 or whatever, where they said, you know, like, Anakin and Jason didn't, you know, essentially change roles because it was supposed to be Anakin that was going to be the hero and blah blah blah, but they didn't want the, um the the lives of two Anakins, you know, yeah. whatever at the same time. Well, now that we see the path that Jason's taking, it makes more sense because it would be two Anakins going dark and this and that, but it would have been interesting to see if they would have done the whole thing the same way, him and Tahiri stayed together, Tahiri having his child and da-da-da-da, this is all, you know, like, AU, you know, yeah. like <laughs> but...
1: But um, it, it it may it would have made it sense. Would, yeah, it would if have Anakin. It, yeah, would have because
2: he was more spunky. He was more you know ready to dive in head first. Yeah. Jason was the bug loving, animal hugging, tree and, you know and who sitting got, kid who
1: almost got killed by by the Emperor when he was still in his mother's belly. Yeah, Anakin. Anakin. Yeah, so Anakin
2: was touched by the dark side before yeah. he was even born. That's it. He, yeah, and uh, it was it would have a totally sense. Him.
1: But you know that that's the thing that I that's really what yeah. makes me think that with what powers Jason have nowadays, mm-hmm. I really think that in the last very last book of uh, which is still to be titled, you know.
2: I think the last two are still to be titled. Yeah. Yeah. We're
1: gonna have Return of the Jedi or something like that, you know? It's not gonna be titled Return of the Jedi. No. It's gonna be like one word thing that they, they've been going on through for the past few, uh, few things, so.
2: Yeah, it'll be R- Redemption. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, or, Redemption's been used again, but. Or, you know, like, uh, Risen or. <laughs> I don't know,
1: something Kay. something like that. <laughs> quick news, quick news. What's that? Targets is now available on Star Wars Fanworks. Woo-hoo. Omega Squad Target is now available on Star Wars Fanworks, so you can go download it right after the show if you'd like. It. Or if you're listening to the archive, you can go download it now to www.starwarsfanworks.com. Back to our main subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what I'm thinking is that Anakin will most likely, you know, make a ghostly appearance out of the null of nowhere, and he's going to come to his brother and he's going to say, Dude! Look out! You're messing up your life, and you're messing up everybody's life. If you really care for your daughter, you just have to keep in mind something Yoda said a long time ago. The future is always Always in in motion. Always in motion. So, you know, just, you know, snap out of it, dude. Yeah. It's... If you really want, like, to disappear and vanish, just... Take your wife, take your kid, go on Zona Masakat, go live with the Yuz and Vong and one or two of your other friends, and that's it.
2: I'm thinking that he's alienated Jaina so much that it might actually be somebody like Tahiri that brings him back because of their Vong connection. connection. He'll end up going to, to, to Zonoma Zakat and she'll pull him back or something. Well, if, I mean, if they go there
1: that route. Th- that's the one thing that really, really amazed me about this book. The brain world, the world brain dies. I know. And we don't hear from Zonoma Sekat. No, we don't hear from Zonoma Sekat. We don't hear... And technically, like, the world brain is sort of Zonoma's child. Yeah, it's like the baby. So that doesn't make any sense. There's a
2: here. couple of things that I find, you know, like, I know they don't want to revisit the, the Vong and all of that, but, you know, when they're implementing other things like that, you know, like they're still all interlinked. I think that That's they it. need to sort of address some of these things. They're leaving too many holes.
1: Yeah. Cause the world brain was really good for, yeah. for, for Carson, mm-hmm. but now it's dead. And there's a lot of bad things going on in Carson just because of that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, and we don't see much happening, but what's going to be happening with Carson now that the world brain is dead. You know, it's from, from what we heard in the past, it was going to be total devastation and all that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not seeing that.
1: But everything seems to be okay. Yeah. You know. I don't know. I I really really enjoyed the book. I really enjoyed the audiobook book as well. Especially the part with Jason. It was awesome. Great. <laughs> Little Alana. Uh, she's in my she's in my heart now. Oh. And um, I can't I can't wait to see what what's happening in the in the exile. And, uh, I can't wait to see when we're gonna finally get rid of Alima Roar.
2: Is she bothering you? Yeah! Is she pissing you off? She's.
1: <laughs> taking me off! Seriously! Why? I wish she would just die! Already, come on! It's like. It's the Twilight that just, it, you know, keeps yeah, coming back! It's the Twilight that just won't die! <laughs> she keeps
2: losing more pieces and bits, but she keeps coming back. Yeah! But do you see a trend there as well? Maybe she'll be the new Sith Lady. Because she's losing her bits and pieces. Eventually, she'll have to be replaced by all mechanical stuff.
1: Mechanical Legos. No. <laughs>
2: that's it. You know, like she'll be uh, an Anakin Skywalker rebuilt.
1: <laughs> we can rebuild her. We have the technology. <laughs> it's
2: like Lego, you know, just put the yeah, little pieces it. here. Click, click.
1: <laughs> no, but honestly, I, I don't know. It's. I just wish that we'd be over and done with this character. I don't
2: mind her, but well, you haven't read uh,
1: or at least that's it. use know. use her properly.
2: Well, you haven't read the next book, but yeah. I haven't read through it yet, but they're making some moves towards trying to um rid okay. The um universe of her
1: <laughs> finally. And I uh, mean, and one of the biggest surprises in this book is a big leap all the way back to Star Wars Episode One, mm. Nashta, aka Ara Seng.
2: I know. I think that's really cool that she's still around. She's got to be pretty
1: old. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. She's she's got to be fairly old, and you know, she she mixes up with the solos. And well, she
2: she was an adult when you know before Luke was born. That's it. <laughs> yeah, you know, we're talking about Luke and Leia being what their fifties now. You know, like that means like Han is like late 60s yeah Like, and so she's going to be probably about the same age as han if not older well Cause han would have been a kid then she was an adult so she's going to be in her 70s
1: oh she's at it's least even, even worse than that Maybe. because they, they they do mention that you know in the files it said that she she was kidnapped over 75 years ago and stuff like that it's true too so so she's about 90 80, years 90 old. yeah, yeah. she's she, she's in her 90s now and but mind that's you, you know, really like,
2: old. 60's the new 40s, so 80's the new 60. Again.
1: There you go. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing what spice will do to you. Man. <laughs> I gotta get my hands on that yeah, stuff. me too. Gotta <laughs> get me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be young forever mm. with the help of spice. You know, that's what we should do.
2: Sugar and spice and everything nice. <laughs> so that's
1: what we should do at Celebration 4. We will sell... Packets, packets of, of spice.
2: It <laughs> will be spice liners from Kessel.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You know, we take some pills and all that, like not speed or anything. I'm, I'm talking everything natural here. Sugar and sugar, and we put well, them. Oh,
2: sugar and cinnamon, sugar and spice. Yeah, that's it. There you go.
1: And people can actually take that as a little upper. Here,
2: put this keep... on some toast. It'll make you feel good. <laughs> 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 like, Isn't it amazing?
1: <laughs> yeah. Now. Okay, so to go back on the subject of celebration <laughs> yeah. forges before leaving, I uh, I can't wait to see if we're gonna have a lounge or not this time or this time around. Uh, they actually have a Starbucks inside the uh, the convention center. <laughs> so.
2: Well, it still doesn't do anything for the people waiting in the lines because you know you have to run across the street last time. So, Machado, Carano, But hey, we just run across to our own hotel.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs>
2: I'm so happy. Being followed
1: by a weird guy in a Revenge of the Sid black hoodie, going, Hey, wait, I want to take a picture with you too. You mean you know this guy? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Uh, Good times. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: (laughs) Well, I think we ought to take this show to an end. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to have to talk about Exile next time.
2: Okay. I'm going to have to finish reading it.
1: <laughs> do, you, do you think you, you got enough time to read it?
2: Or? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm working next week, but then I have two weeks off. So, I'll definitely be reading it while I'm off. I don't know how much mm-hmm. I'll get done while I'm working. I'm just trying to get back into things. I'm uh, exhausted all the time. And nobody, we didn't discuss, you know, like anything about, you know, ourselves and whatever stuff. Uh, the last couple of months have been pretty rough on me. My daughter's been in hospital. I've been very, ill. I've been on sick leave from work for two months. Um Just started back this week, so I'm just getting my feet back uh under me and getting used to working nights and everything. I'm exhausted all the time, so. But uh slowly and surely, I'm going to get myself back together, back in order, and back to where I was before, and uh, the show goes on. <laughs> so I'm sorry, guys. A big part of why we haven't been around is because I haven't been that's not all of your able fault. to be here either, so yeah. I mean, it's I, not all my fault. No, but... it's definitely not all <laughs> your fault.
1: I got my big part to play in there. I could have yeah. pulled out a few shows on my own, and uh, I just uh, yeah. I just decided to take some time off and you know get get my act together because uh, I'm not working in television anymore. So I'm working. Uh, I'm I'm back at my old laptop place, which is so much more relaxing, but it's still like you know it's a big ten to six day job that's taking a lot of a lot of stress on me and during the day i don't have time to do a lot of things and when i come home at night the last thing i want to do is actually sit in front of a computer so (laughs) it's quite it's quite annoying i gotta find myself a new job (laughs) again (laughs) Mm. but it was uh it was really fun uh we actually celebrated the the eighth anniversary of uh clan and the 30th anniversary of star wars by uh going on this TV show called Les Fratirards here in Montreal. And if you, if you're interested in taking a look at it, you can go to YouTube and go and YouTube and search for, uh, Alliance and Fratirards, which is Sharpshooter, but it's in French. So just type in Al- Imperial Alliance or Alliance Imperiale and you should be able to find it fairly easily. So you're going to have fun. Actually, that act. cool that I do. Yeah. And uh yeah, we've like just this afternoon I got problems again with setting up for the damn show. So. Yeah, well, everything well. was fine this afternoon. I came downstairs, boom. <laughs> all cracks down.
2: Ah, it makes life that much more exciting. If yeah. everything worked, we'd be bored. We'd have nothing to talk about.
1: We would be bored. Yeah. And life is not boring. Nope. No, it's not at all. Well, On this night, on this note, on this night, Uh I will go to sleep
2: because I am tired. Uh, Lucky you. You're going to sleep for me because I've got to go to work. (laughs)
0: Mm.
1: Well, then when you finish work, you can come back to your bed. Oh,
2: I will, I'm going to crawl in bed and I'm going to pass out.
1: And cuddle with your, (laughs) with your pillow and there's going to be, yeah, that's not it. So, next row's is going to be on, April twenty ninth, okay, which is in two weeks from now, mm-hmm. and uh, it's gonna be at the same time, of course, same place, starwarsunderground It's not too too difficult to remember. I think you've been following us for all these years. I want to say thank you for all the boys and girls who were there tonight in the chat room. We didn't mention a lot, a whole lot, uh, a whole lot of you, but uh, there was smoking a a B, There was uh, Lunatic who came by. There was Gaki set one seventy one who's still there. The e- host. Me, Simon Kenobi, Tiger Claw. Sith Lord 75. Yeah. Uh, thank you for all of you uh, for coming by tonight, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Now, of course, just before we leave, I want to say thank you to FederationToys.com. Oh, actually, you know what? What? Two weeks from now, we've got a very special interview coming up. So check the website, check the new website. This should be online this week. And, uh, Take a look at it, because you're going to like it. I think you're going to be interested in this interview, so coming, come come back in two weeks. Uh We're going to be talking about... I uh, don't know. I want to say thank you to FederationToys.com, Setclan.net, of course, simple-net.ca, our web host, the podcast Entertainment Network at tsfpn.com, Sinizer, who demand excellence, deliver results, of course, our friends at Sideshow Collectibles, and... I want to say a big thank you to Olympus because uh, they've just provided me with a very nice little gadget, which is going to be very helpful around Celebration 4. It's going to help us uh, bring in a lot of on-the-spot interview without having me to pull out my laptop and record everything. So we've got a nice little voice recorder from Olympus, and uh, we're going to be able to do uh, a lot of interviews from there. So thank you very, very much, Olympus. That was really nice of you. And uh, of course I want to say thank you to all of our partners who are in the bloodonline.com, Star Wars Action News, Geek Core Radio, Star Wars Aficionados, Planetfandom.com, Hail to the Fanboys and Girls, Anakin and His Angel.com, nerve Dash Anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors, furryconflict.com, Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict Audio Drama, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter, who are keeping collectors on target, and T-Bone Star Wars Universe, Galactic Senate Message Board, and StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars Fan Audio, which is available through StarWarsWithZ.com. Of course, all of these links are available through our new website, which will be up this
2: week. (laughs) They will be available. (laughs) (laughs) They will be available. This week. (laughs) This week.
1: But in the meanwhile, I want to wish you all good I hope you will be reading, catching up on your reading with Exile, and uh, you know what? Take a look at, take a look at the StarWars.com website. It's uh, it's pretty interesting this uh, these past these past few weeks, and uh,
2: mm-hmm. all the announcements and if if, new bits for celebration and stuff. Yeah,
1: and if you've got kids, well, take a look at StarWarsKids.com because it's also a very interesting little web kit, little website for all the family, and uh, for all the crew here, Star Wars on Direct. This is Sebastian saying, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct. The voice of Star Wars fandom. Pearl anniversary. Fucking.
0: <laughs> you were listening to Star Wars on Direct. The voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit
1: www.swanzaek.com for more information about upcoming shows.